104.2 FM. This is Burden of Proof with Colin and Reese on a beautiful sunny day. What a lovely day. I think we're going to start with some Devo and Girl You Want. We are indeed. Excellent. Fight hustler, making my name. Sometimes. 
third world democracy Yeah, I got more records in the KGB So, uh, no funny business Are you already M-I-A. What does that stand for? Missing in Action? Missing in Action is the conventional acronym. I don't know if she makes it stand for something else. Sampling the clash there. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Well, there we go. It is a lovely Saturday, the uh, 2nd of July, if you're listening to the live show. And uh, if you would like to email in, then please feel free. Studio at RadioReverb.com with Burden of Proof in the subject title, because that's the name of our show, you see. It makes it easier for us to find. It does, amongst the millions and squillions of emails that we receive at Radio Reverb. Uh, yeah, so uh, so Nadal beat Andy Murray. Kells the breeze. <laughs> uh, no, it's sad. I, I thought he was... Um, I didn't really get to watch it, to be honest. But... I haven't got to watch any of the Wimbledon. It's really making me very sad. Mm. And then to make up for it, I tried to play super tennis on the SNES yesterday. Not as, not as good. Which is almost as good. Well, it would have been as good. Yeah. But... In, but inexplicably, you're not very, you're not very my, good at super tennis. No, inexplicably, my SNES is just broken. What? So it turns on... And the game comes up on the screen. Oh, you'd have thought things that were 15 years old would work perfectly. Yeah, exactly. Like our relationship. Mm. But it doesn't. It just freaks out. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Um, yeah. Well, uh, there you go. So I was very sad. I couldn't no play super, super tennis. tennis. You haven't got, you've got tennis on the Wii, though, haven't you? Yeah, I've got tennis on the Wii. It's not the same. You want oh. to play super tennis. Yeah. Super tennis, you can do smashes. You can do lobs. You can do the you whole can thing. Do all, you can do all those things on the Wii. Sort of. It's sort a weird of. thing, isn't it? You, can't, you don't really get complete control over it do you no well it's a very early game that game some of the later tennis games apparently were far more involved but I don't have those so basically my life has been without tennis even in the form of video games oh that is sad sad. but it should be an interesting match tomorrow Novak Djokovic versus Rafael Nadal in the final the world's top two may as well have them in the final what have you done today what have I done today yeah I've slept okay woken up yep I trimmed and tidied my beard because it was itching me overnight. Oh, that's sad. Yes. There's been a lot of things that you've decided are sad today. And uh, then I had a shower to wash off any excess hair from my beard trimming. Okay, yeah, good idea. And um, What I quite like doing when I'm trimming my beard, I take my shirt off and then all the beard trimmings land on my chest and then I pretend I've got a really hairy chest. <laughs> <laughs> It's like when you're, uh, it's like when you're kind of having a proper shave, which you do every sort of now and again, yeah. and then you just, you just leave the tash, and you just kind of, oh yeah, yeah. You just I walk around for a little bit and just going, got a This could work. I quite like doing, giving myself the perfectly square, like big boss man goatee. Oh yeah, that's when nice. I do the shave. That's nice. But um, <laughs> so I, I, but I didn't do that today because it was just a tidy. I think I, I kind of look a little bit like a sort of um, American, sort of slightly aging kind of. Um, rocker person if I, when I've got that goatee thing oh really it's a bit weird yeah well that'd be quite good I think you should I think you should go out in public with that at least once yeah maybe maybe 
frequent guest of the show, not. Chris Cole, has never been shy about doing ridiculous things with his facial hair, and I think all of those have always worked. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, but some, anyway... He's got some good facial hair going on. After my shower, oh, yeah. I uh, sat down and watched an episode of Seinfeld, Ooh. an episode from the final and ninth season, uh, while eating some ham and cheese toasties and two rashers of bacon. Ham and cheese over. toasties, that is a good choice. Yes. I had a, yesterday I had the lunch of champions. I had a whole tin of Branston beans, which I uh, cooked, um, and then just poured on a plate and then just put two ham and cheese toasties on top and then just <laughs> just Excellent. worked my way so through. Like on a bed of beans yeah <laughs> it's phenomenal nice. if you're in a restaurant you'd have to describe that as a bed of beans a bed of beans yeah layered ham and yeah. cheese a bed of a bed of honey deli- glazed ham a bed of delicately spiced uh what are they called they're haricot beans aren't they uh on a in a in a rich tangy tomato sauce yes uh yeah something like that um, I was trying to think of alliterative names for uh, hairdressers um, earlier. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, I thought of uh, I thought of quite a few. I thought of, like, aren't you mimed driving while describing? No, because I, I was driving along. I see. It was just. Um, I was trying to think of alliterative, alliterative names for hairdressers, and, and I was worried that you thought hairdressing was driving. <laughs> yeah, because you weren't doing like the snip snip mime. No, I made that important distinction when I was quite young. Um, and uh, and I was thinking there was there was like Bob's Barnets and uh, Kev's Cuts, uh, oh, Dave's Do's. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Harry's hair. Harry's hair. I like it. Yeah. Quentin's quiffs. Quentin's <laughs> quiffs is excellent. One of my favourite ones. Uh, Laura came up with uh, Penelope's perms. That's very good. That is good, I isn't like it? That. Uh, so I was just trying to think of, of some more. I'm going to try and fill up the alphabet. You see, Andy's uh, afros. Andy's afros. See, I, yeah. See, I had Frankie's froze. Frankie's froze is also good. Colin's yeah. cornrows, of course. Colin's cornrow. <laughs> uh, Jemima's Jerry Curl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Calvin's crew cut. <laughs> If uh, if you feel like joining in our game and, yes. uh, and can think of any alliterative uh, hairdressers' names, like Martin's mohawk, Martin's mohawks, yeah. See, there you go. We don't want to, uh, yeah. Um, then uh, then please feel free to email us at studio at radioreverb.com with burden of proof in the subject title. In the meantime, uh, I've been I've rediscovered this uh, CD that I was um, given for Christmas, which is uh, the concept album by Stephen Merritt, who is the um, the man behind Magnetic Fields. Who we love dearly. Who we love dearly. On been this playing show, a lot of songs know. from his uh, Long Highway Vermont Str- Roads. Yes, thank you. Long Vermont Roads from uh, Highway Strip, which is my favourite Magnetic Fields album. Yeah, um, Country Mile. Uh, this is this is off uh, Sixty Nine Love Songs, which is um, which is quite it's quite old, isn't it? No, two thousand and four, not too old. Uh, but anyway, there's it's a three CD um, mega pack of uh, Sixty Nine. <laughs> Love songs, twenty three on each CD. That's sixty nine. I don't know if it still in is anyone's language, but it was very available, very cheap at Resident in mm. Brighton. Well, oh, well, well. I remember, I remember picking it up for I think five pounds. Sixty nine songs for five pounds. It's not bad. So in uh, we're going to try and work out what that is per song. Yeah, well, you are with Best a calculator. Like that. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to play a, a song off one of the CDs. I can't remember which one. I think it's number three, and it's called Busby Berkeley Dreams, and uh, and it's just lovely. It's just this is the kind of album where. You kind of listen to it in bits and bobs. Like I left it in the car, and every now and again you just like let it run through, and then sometimes one will just spring up out of nowhere. Yeah. And just be like, God, that's amazing. That's absolutely brilliant. No, they're very, very nice songs. Very nice. Uh, it, so uh, here's Busby Berkeley Dreams by uh, Magnetic Fields. I should have forgotten you long ago. You're in every song I know Whining and pining is wrong and so On and so forth, of course 
But no, you can't have a divorce I haven't seen you in ages But it's not as bleak as it seems We still dance on whirling stages In my Busby Berkeley dreams The tears have stained all the pages Of my true romance magazines We still dance in my outrageously beautiful Busby Berkeley dreams And now you want to leave me for good I refuse to believe you could You forget we're not made of stained all the pages of my true romance magazines we still dance in my outrageously beautiful Busby Berkeley dreams
When I leave, I try not to wake her. Tiana toast to yesterday's capers in the morning. She wrote my name on the red telephone box. When I got there, she'd already rubbed it up in the morning. Out of the dark and into the light, when the morning comes, I will be But it's still the same in the morning. In the morning. In the morning. In the morning. So I defy anyone to uh, to find Busby Berkeley dreams and not a beautiful song because uh, it just is in so many ways. Uh, yeah, so there we go. So you, uh, you slept and did all that sort of stuff this morning. I have a nice uh, yellow wristband on because uh, this morning um, we were looking around for some venues for um, for the nuptials and all that sort of stuff. And uh, we came across this little place where we had breakfast and I had Eggs Benedict, which was lovely. Um, and it, it was a sort of little working farm thing. Uh, and you a could working kind of, farm? Well, you could kind of go... Um, it's not really well. It was like just a bunch of animals, really, kind of almost like a petting zoo that you're not allowed to pet any of the animals. You could just sort of look at them from afar. Where um, was this? Sort of uh, towards Hailsham, kind of oh, okay. uh, on the way to Uckfield, kind of way. Oh, uh, I used to live in Uckfield. I know you, you did. You spent many a happy hour in Uckfield. Well, this is why I mentioned Uckfield because I thought that would be the only sort of point of reference for you. For yeah, me, yes. yeah, indeed. Um, it's important that all stories roll around me. Uh, yeah, in some way. Um, so yeah, so uh, so. We went and had a look at some uh, some little goats, and, and you got a yellow wristband for why? For the well, just for the entry into the enclosure. And to prove that you were allowed to look at the goats. To prove that I was allowed to look at the goats. Have you ever been to Middle Farm? I have. Yeah, that's an excellent place. Do you know what? I love pigs. I think pigs are just the greatest. Pigs, thing. Are, my, pigs are my favourite barnyard animal. Pigs are just when they when they just like there was there was a couple of there was this massive one because I think it was almost Middle Farm or somewhere. It was only. In Middle re- Farm has pigs. You can go somewhere. in relatively recently in in the terms of like the last sort of five or six years or something that you know I realised actually how big pigs get yeah they're I, I they're just about. turned the corner I was like what is that if you go to Drusilla's you can feed the pigs shaped like a pig Drusilla Zoo you can feed the pigs oh that'd be amazing they are, they're amazing animals but I had a conversation with a complete stranger on Twitter about this mm. like two days ago yeah. her view goats were the best farm animal no way no rubbish no no no, no. but this there's this one big brown pig uh, in, in, in I think brown pigs are probably the tastiest I think so, yeah. Maybe. I think the white and brown cows give the best milk as well. Really? That's my theory. I've decided they're the tastiest okay. ones. <laughs> Not based on anything in particular. No, no, just aesthetics. Just random. You know how you can look at a food stuff and say, that looks tasty? Oh, yeah. pigs and cows. Yeah. Chihuahua? Not tasty. No, you can tell that. It's mostly bone. Brown pig. And it's probably <laughs> when you're eating it, it's all yippy and annoying. <laughs> it, probably, it probably doesn't shut up the whole time. No, you're exactly. It either. I bet when you're cooking the meat, it kind of whistles all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, there was this big pig, and uh, and if you're if you're sort of 
quiet and the, 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 the road noise sort of stopped for a little bit. You could actually hear him snoring. Yeah. It was brilliant. He was like... It was brilliant. It's so good. And they just they just sit there being yeah. massive. And such a versatile animal as well. I know. The ba- I mean, I had ham and cheese toasties with bacon today. That's two different types of pigs straight away. Yeah, well, I had eggs benedict. Uh, uh, I'd nicked a, a rasher of bacon from Laura and she gave me a sausage as well. So I had like three types of pig. That's love there, my friend. That is who gives up a sausage and a rasher of bacon well, to someone, someone of your ilk? Someone who's got eyes bigger than their belly. That's who oh, it is. I see. Did she overorder? She did. Um... Have we had any emails with uh, hairdressers' names? No, not at all. Well, I got one inspired by the song we just played. Go on then. Busby Berkeley's Buzzcuts. But, oh. There you go. Oh, look at that. Ursula's Undercuts? Ursula's Undercuts. Like got it. options. Yeah. Um, there you go. See, that, that just goes to show that burden of proof is not in any way scripted. No, exactly. No. People that script their radio shows. They're jokes. Chumps. Wanders weaves. I know a weave isn't really a haircut. You kind of get a weave no. added. That'd be like that'd be like Barbara's beehives. Yeah, it kind of works. But well, wanders wigs. You're almost at wigs at that point, aren't you? Yeah, that's true. That's Not true. quite the same. Molly's uh, mop tops. Emily's extensions. Emily's extensions is good. <laughs> Molly's mop tops. I've got Molly's like mop tops is good actually. Priscilla's pigtails. Ooh, that's more of a style than a cut. Still, you might go in there and say, I want pigtails, and they'll go, well, I'll cut it into a shape that you can then pigtail. <laughs> it's true. Although you and I probably wouldn't be able to do that sort of thing. Right. I might be able to get over it. Well, hair. we would if we went to Emily's Extensions first. That is true. They should they should situation themselves next door. Yeah, yeah. Or just in a row of hairdressers in alphabetical order. So you can get all the different elements. Yeah. So you go to Fred's Fringes to get your fringe sorted out. Yeah. And then... Uh, uh, and then Bertha's Bobs to get a bob. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> I totally lost my train of thought there. Sorry, it's because you, you started this whole thing and I've just... I've gotten over-enthusiastic. Yeah, no, 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 no. Keep them coming. I'm keeping coming because we, we need to fill up the whole alphabet. At some point, I need to sort of write some of these down so that we don't, we don't you know, double park because that would just be... This uh, is true. That would just be a waste of energy. There's actually quite a lot of B ones, though. Yeah, that like is Like Barnet. Yeah. Buzz Beehive, <laughs> Buzzcut. Bob. Bob. There's a few Bs. Well, like Bob's Bob's. Yeah, Bob's Bob's. Yeah, that There way. you go. That's quite good. I like that. <laughs> Um, this is a bit like when I spent ages, kind of while half asleep, trying to come up with an alternate alphabet where you could really confuse someone who was learning the language. Mm. And I'll give you some examples. But I ended up with about five of these, and I can okay. never, I can't remember them all. But like, you'd, and you'd have to do it like you know, you do the A is for apple, B is for balloon. Yeah. But doing it so that the words don't work, but it phonetically sounds right. So G is for Jesus. Yeah, I see. Like deliberately coming up with ones that would mess people, and it would be really good when you're phoning someone and they ask you to spell something, mm. and you'd be like G as in Jesus. And keep giving them wrong ones. Yeah. C as in seahorse. You just keep doing them. I remember coming up with a few, mm. but I, I'd love to be able to do the whole alphabet in it. Yeah. Well, maybe we can do that as well. Maybe that could be our other dream. Two parallel things going yeah, on here. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to confuse people too much, but um, yeah. It is a very complex idea. It is a complex idea. I used to kind of, I think when I was younger, um, I don't know when I stopped doing it or when I started doing it, in fact, but I used to sort of... Uh, assign value to each all the letters in the alphabet and then i would look at different words and and compare words and see what their their different values were according to my numerical system of the like alphabet. scrabble because scrabble you get points for letters i don't know you'd, you'd think that if i was playing sort of mental scrabble uh when i was like i don't know eight then i'd be really good at scrabble but in fact i'm not good at scrabble well, maybe so their numbers just don't line up with yours but there was there was a kind of there was there was a, a, a swapping and a changing system whereby you could kind of substitute letters in order to bring up the value uh you know like s's and r's were the same value and yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just bizarre. I can't really. Is this because S's and R's are both in your name? Did you, did you build some of the points around your own name? 
No, no, it didn't have anything to do with that. Because Reese and Peter, basically, both of your names have got an S and R in them. Yeah. That's so these are high value letters for your name. Crazy, isn't it? Crazy. Um, we're going to play some. What are we going to play? We're going to play Garbage with um, Push It. Cause, uh, Which I, I don't run, I don't but I always imagined Push It would be a good song to run too. Yeah. Well, Laura started running. She's, um, she's, she's foolishly signed up for the marathon. Oh, Jess did that last year. Yeah. Or this year. This year. This year. This year. Yeah. Yeah. Jess could give her hints. Well, um, I think most of them are. It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Just keep running. Yeah. I suppose uh, would be one of them. But Laura's always on the lookout for some kind of uh, some kind of running tunes. So well, I think Push It would be a good one. Yeah. So, uh, well, uh, this this song will probably force you to immediately run outside. But then, as soon as you run outside, dear you listener, won't be able to hear it. And you won't be able to hear it. You'll have to run back in again. Yeah. So just kind of do laps run around your spot. living room. Run on the spot. Yeah. Or if you've got a treadmill. Perfect. Bob's your uncle. There you go. You're listening uh, to Treadmill Chat <laughs> on Radio Reverb, 97.2 FM, Brighton's favourite community radio station. Yeah. I found out there is another one. Oh, really? Yes, there's one in Hove that my friend does a show for. That's in Hove, though. It's still Brighton, isn't it? It's Brighton and Hove. That's oh, how they the got city, the city. The city of Brighton and Hove, that's true. Uh, it's not as good, though, because no one's heard of it. No, exactly. Indeed. Uh, so here we go with Push It by Garbage, or Garbage, if you're French.
thinking that maybe there could be some kind of like husband and wife team called, uh, and, and it could be called uh, Sharon Shortback and Simon Sides. Nice. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> uh, so that was what I was thinking of while you were talking to me. I was yeah, well, I was just blathering words at you. <laughs> yeah. All you could think of. Yes. Um, we were just discussing off here that we had, um, well, there, there was prank last night. Prank yes. at the uh, Proud of Brighton Ballrooms. And uh, Baxter Jury was our headline act. Thoroughly nice man. Uh, and uh, and he was really good actually. They're they a really good um, really good band. It's only they've only recently sort of properly formed, but they had a single on uh, Zane Low. Oh, well, um, night before last, got single of the week apparently. Okay. Crikey! Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to check that out for veracity. But um, yeah, but uh, Zane Low of course got a little bit of kind of a stir caused at Glastonbury. Didn't he? What, what did he actually say? Because he, he just took, took the mic out of Beyonce or something. Well, he? kind of. It was more just to be honest. We're having watched the clips. It wasn't really that he took the mick out of Beyonce. It was more that he just did a really, really unprofessional TV presenting job. Oh, really? Because, what's the name of the woman who used to be the lead singer of Kanicki? Lauren Laverne. Lauren Laverne, thank you. Uh, Lauren Laverne, they cut to the two of them doing their live bit, I'm in a field in Glastonbury. Mm. And Lauren Laverne does a really long spiel about, oh, that was Beyonce, she's done this, she's all, she's all awesome. And he was like... show she did. And he just, and you can actually see him, it's brilliant. You can see the moment he just completely spaces out. Yeah. Like, he just stood next to her, just completely zonk and she kind of every so often she'll look over at him expecting him to chip in and he doesn't so Lauren Laverne just carries on because it's live telly so she's got to keep talking Um, and eventually she just outright asks him a question at which point he just slowly turns to her and then just laughs and doubles over laughing and then goes yeah I want to see Queens of the Stone Age and then it's just an awkward silence and then Lauren Laverne picks it up again because Queens of the Stone Age were on at the same time as Beyonce's are yeah um, but he basically just laughed at the idea that he'd even have an opinion about Beyonce. Oh, right. Um, and then didn't say anything else other than, yeah, I didn't watch her, I just went to see Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. He didn't even talk about them either. Surely, surely Lauren Laverne would have known. Oh, I just dropped CDs on the floor. Lauren Laverne would have known that he went Where to see Queens of the Stone Age. I don't know. So why would she say that? But anyway, it was all a bit awkward. Uh, and then he just stood there, so Lauren Laverne carried on padding. And then later on, he just again kind of did basically the same trick of just oh no I don't know don't know really what mm. don't know so then they swapped him out at the last minute for Joe Wiley when they had Beyonce on oh, did they? and Joe Wiley came in instead and he was sent home wasn't um wasn't there was some kind of uh, presenting duo with Mark Radcliffe and someone else Radcliffe wasn't in any of the clips I saw oh, right, but okay. I don't know he might have done other things I was just like, he was trending on Twitter and I was like well why is why is Mark Radcliffe trending on Twitter because even though he is brilliant uh, a load of people were like, who is this Mark Radcliffe person? And it was like, you don't know who Mark Radcliffe is. Everyone knows who Mark. He's been doing Glastonbury for years. Yeah. Radio 2, people called Mark, generally good. Mark Lamar, Mark Radcliffe. Yeah. Yeah. And, um... Marky all... Mark. <laughs> Marky Mark, obviously. Uh, that's all I can think of at this particular point in time. But if you can think of any more, then uh, feel free to email us. We've been flooded with no emails this show. Yes. So it'd be nice to hear from you. Any of our regulars. I'll even take one from our regulars. Just, just... Oh, that's very charitable of you. Yeah. I think some of our regulars stopped emailing in because you get reading out their full names every time. Oh, yeah. Well, I won't do that. That was a bit improper. I won't do that. But, um, yeah, I'm going to play another one of the songs from the Magnetic Fields album. Wow. Which, uh, I really like, uh, which is um, which is called Papa Was a Rodeo. And, uh, yes, uh, I, I vaguely recognise that one. And it's a brilliant one. It's one of those things, because it's a 69-song long album. Yeah. It can quite often be a struggle to remember a song by its own title. Well, I'll let you off for this one. And then when we come back, um, when we come back, I've got a bit of a, a, a very brief wiki walk, a very oh, brief yes, one. Nice. Nothing too, nothing too stressful. Nothing too strenuous. Just more of a, more of a, more of a, a sort of lifestyle tips okay. uh, kind of thing. But still on a Wikipedia 
basis. Uh, so here we go with um, with another magnetic field. Hope you don't mind. Papa was a rodeo. Off uh, 69 love songs. I like your twisted point of view, Mike. I like your questioning eyebrows. You've made it pretty clear what you like. It's only fair to tell you.
CCR, as I like to call them. No one else calls them that. But uh, no one ever thought to. No one ever thought to. No. No. no everyone just used the, the full the full moniker. But I thought, you know, time is money. I'd like to. I'd like I to haven't give... got any money, so I'm going to call them CCR. <laughs> I'd like to give you some style points for doing what, one of my favourite things you can do while running a radio show, which is insult me and then immediately <laughs> fade up the mics so that I'm unable to respond. Which is one of my favourite things you sometimes do. <laughs> that is. Well, so I'm, just, just, I'm just left flabbergasted <laughs> with nothing to say. That I'm destined for some kind of radio stardom. If, uh, you should do that with your interview guests as well. Mics <laughs> 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 are up now, you can't say anything. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and and, and previous, prior to that was um, was Papa Was a Rodeo off, uh, again, the uh, 69 songs. Uh, Magnetic Fields album, which I think you'll all agree. Brilliant stuff. Uh, yeah, so there we go. Um, not long left, but I thought I'd introduced to a wikipedia article that i came across that was actually stumbled to me by a good friend jamie um friend uh, of the show jamie friend of the show regular contributor and um and and all around sometimes listener all around sometimes listener and uh, infrequent emailer jamie yes. infrequent emailer um anyway so it's uh it's this game it's uh, it's also called roman numerals but it's called Pooh bum dicky where nice. um 
where you have to try and count as high as you can. But instead of like one, you say poo. Instead of V, you say bum. And instead of X, you say dicky. So, you so have it'd to be bum and then bum bum. Yeah. And then bum bum bum. And then, and then bum, bum dicky. Poo. Oh, sorry, poo's the middle one. Yeah. Okay, there you go, yeah. And you have to try and keep going all the way, as far as you can. But no, so, well, it reaches a point where you can't just use... X's, V's and I's though Well yeah I mean L is 50 isn't it Yeah so you'd need a new word for that If you got to 50 You'd be pretty impressive And everyone would be quite bored of the game It said said generally No because I think it's about Around 40 That it starts changing Because then it's sort of um, Yeah because they start doing things Toward the L don't they Yeah yeah Um, So um, But they say it rarely ever gets To that stage Arabic numerals really are very good aren't they Roman numerals no, Roman numerals are rubbish. That's my point. Oh, right. It's Arabic. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's number fingers. It's just, it's very straightforward. It makes a lot of things easy. Imagine how complicated modern maths and science would be if we were still using Roman numerals. I don't think we'd have got a lot of the advances we have now. Those Romans were idiots. They were. That's exactly what I'm saying. Chumps. Yeah. <laughs> I am smarter than all of the Romans. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Because someone taught me a different way of counting, which is better. Is that what we've got then? Yeah, they're Arabic. Arabic the numbers we have are Arabic. Oh, well done, Arabs. You've got the Middle East to thank for that one. Good, good. Boo to the Romans, though. Yeah, boo to the Romans. They did a rubbish job. Europeans, poor job. Middle yeah. East, excellent job. Excellent well done. job. Uh, we're going, um, it's, it's going to be a fun day. Maybe we can play Poo Bum Dicky at, uh, at this party that we're going to. Oh, that to. sounds like the exact kind of thing I want to do at a party. Yeah. Me and you. Well, it's a drinking game. Oh, yay. That's the one thing that can make a game more fun. Yeah. Is introducing some kind of competitive drinking element. Yeah, poo bum dicky. We'll have it. God. I'm not even sure I'm allowed to say that on the radio. It's not offensive in any way. No, they're it? fine. No, they're yeah. good, aren't they? No. no you've got said, a friend who's you've said far worse on the radio. So. This is true, but not on this show. <laughs> not on this. No, not on Radio well, Reverb. I've never sullied Reverb. Not, not this year. <laughs> not this year. <laughs> you have. You've, you've said a naughty word twice. I probably have. You have. I know you, you catalogue them. Yeah. For when you're writing to Ofcom once a year trying to get me banned. <laughs> That's because I don't have the balls to actually uh, ban you myself. So, oh, I see. Um, you're so selling I'm... a bit close to the wind there with your, with your choice of phrasing. Uh, yeah, I think this whole show's getting a bit edgy, a little <laughs> bit of Frankie Boyle. <laughs> um, yeah, there we go. Um, I've, I've done. I'm done. No, I'm not you, done. You've exhausted your, your show, have you? No, I've got nothing left. We're we ending soon. No, we we're fine, we're fine. Um, yeah, so we've got an exciting uh, weekend, the two of us, ahead of us, uh, going to... Greenfest Going to Greenfest 2011. Uh, they're going to show the, the Hay versus Klitschko fight on some big screen, which is a boxing match. Is that a boxing match? Yeah. That's very manly, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, David Hay. I don't think we're going to fit in there, Reese. David Hay the little guy who beats big people up, and... Uh, <laughs> Small man syndrome, right? And um, and then there's and then there's the Wimbledon final tomorrow. So what it's all that on? exciting, exporting stuff, and it's also the Women's World Cup, which no one seems to be watching. No one seems to be paying that much. My friend to. John Mann has been watching it. He's been updating Has Facebook he? regularly about it. Good, good. So well, it's someone. Good, out there. It's good that someone's watching it because there are there doesn't seem to be adverts on the telly for it. I mean, how is women's sports supposed to reach anywhere near the popularity? It's a chicken and egg argument, obviously, but. How is it supposed to if if the newspapers don't get behind them? The World Cup, you cannot move for it for six months before and and throughout the whole tournament. You cannot go anywhere without knowing that the World Cup is on. But the Women's World Cup found out the other day they're halfway through it or something. I don't even know. I don't even know how far they are through it. That's how little I know about it. So how is women's sports supposed to reach anywhere near 
the point that men's sport in that respect. maybe they could run it in conjunction like they do at Wimbledon because at Wimbledon the women's tennis and the men's tennis are having at the same time yeah maybe they could do the women's world cup at the same time as the men's world cup same country yeah same stadia yeah and they could just be running them just at the same time just overnight <laughs> they do yeah. in the midnight to midnight to 2am they're game. getting the graveyard shift <laughs> No, I think that would work because there's often things about oh, you know, there's too many games for the teams and have to muck about a bit if the teams get through. This would give them a lot more slack. They'd have yeah. more people playing, and it would and it would mean that people actually watch it. Because yeah. I because there's no sponsorship. I, there, I'm driving around today. I didn't see one British flag waving from the back of a Vauxhall Astra. Nothing. Maybe you and I. Maybe we could because it's a new game. Maybe we could sponsor a team, a women's football team. It's a new game. Well, not a new game, but I meant the sponsorship thing. If you just said there's no sponsorship, oh right. Well, no. So if there isn't, then we could get in on that. We could sponsor a women's football team. Or burden of proof. Yeah. Sponsored by burden of proof. Yeah, we can have our faces on the shirts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like just two faces, you know, slightly off at an angle in that kind of slightly wacky. Yeah. Way. Just, just the heads. Are you being off at an angle? Are you being in any way sort of sexist as to where you're going to put these two faces? No, not at all. I'd put them in the normal place where the logo would be. Right, I'm not, I I'm not placing them. That's, that's just inappropriate. Right? Yeah, well, exactly. That's what, I was, that's what I'm... Oh, that's how you brought That's it what up. I'm thinking you that you're getting at. Deviant. I'm, no, I'm thinking I'm thinking like a Colin here. You're not. That's your problem. You've probably thought like a Reese and then you've <laughs> yeah. assumed that everyone else's mind is in the gutter like yours. <laughs> well, We're not all as steeped in sin and cynicism as you are, Reese. What I'm saying is that if women's sport, women's football is going to go anywhere near the height that men's football is, then it needs to have the promotion behind it in order to do It'd that. It'd be nice if we had a big thing about footballers' husbands yeah. getting drunk and falling out of stretch limos. Um, what would it be? Husbands and boyfriends. So Habs. Habs or Bah. Oh, bah. Bah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not as, it doesn't have the... the so, I think Habs could catch on. Habs. I don't think it's any more weird than Wags. No, it's true. Um, yeah, so there we go. So I think campaign. Let's start. Right. Let's bring women's football to the fore. Well, we can start by watching it at this thing we're going to this evening. Yeah, I know. There's something else on. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, dear, God, funny stuff, eh? Um, anyway, no. <laughs> We've been um, burden of proof. Radio Reverb ninety-seven point two. Thank you very much for listening and bearing uh, with us. Bearing with us, sticking it out. I like it. You've shown tenacity. Yes, if nothing else. Yeah, you've taken part. Or at least laziness in not getting up and <laughs> turning it off or tuning into a different station. Yeah, or bothering to find anything else. Um, so thank you very much. And we've, uh, we'll, we will be back next week with more of the same. Some of the better, less of the worse. Uh, but for now, I'm going to play you out with uh, Club to Death by Rob D. Don't know what the D stands for. <laughs>